I said an idea in my last two classes on this week's Torah portion, Pisavo, and I think uh, I might have been a little bit mistaken. I want to share with you an amazing insight I had this Shabbos to clarify a question that I had. So in this week's Torah portion, we go through uh, many, many curses that will befall the Jewish people uh, throughout history if they do not uh, go in the proper path. And I always ask people, what, what do you think it would take for us to be worthy of these curses, God forbid? What, what, do you, what, what would one have to do? And people say, to, to, do, to sin, to not keep the mitzvahs of the Torah. And, I, and I, in the past, I've always said that's wrong. In fact, it says, it says in this week's Parsha that the reason these curses will come upon you is because we didn't serve Hashem, our God, with joy. That we weren't happy. But the reality is, I believe that it's incorrect. Now let me explain. Because it really doesn't say that in the Parsha. And I asked a bunch of people in synagogue today, and they all gave the same answer. I said, why do these curses come upon us? And they said, because we don't serve Hashem with joy. And it's actually absolutely not true. What does it say in the, par- par- in the, in the Parsha? It says as follows. And they, these curses will come upon you, and they will pursue you and destroy you because you did not listen to the voice of Hashem, your God, to keep his mitzvahs and his statutes, his commandments, that he commanded you. Says it. Just like everyone thought, whenever I ask a non-affiliated audience, they always say that must be the reason, because we don't keep the mitzvahs, we don't keep the commandments. Whenever I ask a religious audience, they say it's because we don't serve Hashem with joy. So which is it? So the very two verses later, it says, because you didn't serve Hashem, your God, with joy and with goodness of heart because of the abundance of everything when you had it good. So which is it? Is it because we didn't keep the mitzvahs or is it because we didn't serve Hashem with joy? Now I think it reads beautifully. Listen to this. Why did these curses come upon us? Because simply we didn't keep the mitzvahs. We, f- we went away from the path that we were commanded to follow in the Torah. And why did we not keep the mitzvahs? Because we didn't serve Hashem with joy. How does one come to connect to God and connect to the mitzvahs? Is through doing them with joy. Recognizing that they are the greatest opportunity. Commandments? Think of the word commandment. It sounds like we're forced to do something. That doesn't sound like fun. But the word mitzvah according to the Kabbalists explain, is really related to the Hebrew word safsa, which means connection. They're opportunities of connection, opportunities to connect to ourselves, opportunities to connect to others, and opportunities to connect to God. If we look at mitzvahs as opportunities to connect, it brings us a deeper connection to ourselves, to others, and to God, and a deeper connection to the mitzvahs themselves. And therefore, we will want to keep them, and we will continue to keep them and want to teach them to our children. I always tell people, if you want your children to be Jewish, you have to find out why Judaism is meaningful and fulfilling and relevant to your own life. If you're passionate about it, then God willing, hopefully you'll be able to pass that down. But if you're doing it out of rote or out of tradition or out of obligation, it's very unlikely 
that you'll pass that down. You know, there was a phenomena in the early uh, 1900s. Jews came to America from Eastern Europe, and they, many of them were very, very religious, and they moved to the Lower East Side of Manhattan, and they tried very hard to keep mitzvahs and to keep Shabbos. The problem was back in those days, if you didn't come to work on Saturday, you didn't have a job on Monday. And there were Jews who used to lose their job every single week. Every single week to keep Shabbos. And you would think that people that were so devoted and so committed that it would have been passed down to their children. But on the contrary, most of those children became assimilated and stopped keeping Shabbos. So why is that? So Rav Moshe Feinstein, the great leader of um, New York Ameri and American Jewry, who lived on the Lower East Side for many years, came to America from Russia and was, was really the, the greatest uh, legal authority in the Jewish world. For the pa uh, I mean, he passed away about 30, 30, 40 years ago, but for the, all the time before that, he said as follows. He said, because those Jews who gave up everything to keep Shabbos and to keep sh kosher, when they came home after a long, hard day at work, or they came home for Shabbos, knowing that they didn't have a job to go back to on Monday, and they would come into the house and they would fetch oi. They would say in Yiddish, oi, it's hard to be a Jew. And they meant it. And, and although that message might have been heard, they might have heard their parents say that back in Europe when they were facing persecution and pogroms and attacks from Cossacks and communist decrees. They might have said that, but there the Judaism was tangibly enjoyable as well because it was the way of life. It was the culture. It was in Yiddish we say geschmack. It was enjoyable, tasty, delicious. And the street was not really uh, so enticing in Eastern Europe. It wasn't like the alternative was something very attractive to live the life of the average non-Jew in Eastern Europe. But when they came to America and they lost a lot of that excitement and pleasure and all they heard was it's hard to be a Jew, the children did not want to continue with the Judaism. So said Riz Moshe, we have to say it's amazing to be Jewish. It's such an opportunity. We're so lucky. It's such a privilege. So joy is the foundation stone of our connection to Judaism. It says in the Talmud that prophecy would only descend upon a person through simcha shal mitzvah, the joy of doing mitzvahs. And the Arizal, the greatest Kabbalist of all time, said to his primary student, everything that I've acquired in spirituality was only through doing mitzvahs with joy. I heard an amazing story this Shabbos, and with this we'll conclude. One time, the Reichman brothers, who were of the greatest Jewish philanthropists of the previous generations, billionaires who gave away tremendous amounts of money to Jewish uh, endeavors all over the world. They were meeting with a famous Rosh Yeshiva, the head of a 
a, a, a Talmudic academy in Israel who uh, to ask him about what priorities they should have in their sadaqa, in their giving away of charity. Who takes precedence? And in, in Jewish law, there are there's a lot written about who we have obligations to give to first, family members, community members, uh, to help support Israel, there's, and uh, poverty versus Torah learning. And, and they were talking about millions of dollars. So they asked the Russia, they were planning on meeting with the Rosh Hashiva to discuss all of their millions of dollars that they were planning to give away that year and who they should give to above, uh, you know, which, where their priorities should lie. And right before the Rosh Hashiva was about to meet with him, a father came in and asked if he could just get a blessing for his son from the Rosh Hashiva. And the Rosh Hashiva said, no problem. Come into my office for a minute, and then I'll meet with these very important uh, men. And the father and son go into the room. A minute passes. They don't come out. Five minutes pass. Ten minutes pass. An hour passes. After an hour and a, and a half, the door opens, and the father and son leave. And at this point, the rabbi is too tired to meet with these distinguished uh, philanthropists. And he says, I'm so sorry, but we have to meet tomorrow. And everyone who saw this were shocked. And we're talking about like the most influential people in the Jewish world. And the rabbi pushes them off for an hour and a half, makes them wait outside for an hour and a half for a father and son, and then doesn't even meet with them. So they asked him, what, what happened in there? Why was that? Father and the father just said he wanted a blessing for his son for for a minute. Why did you spend an hour and a half with him? And the Rosh Hashiva said as follows: He said, "Father asked me to give his son a blessing that his son should have a desire to learn Torah. The son was not interested. He had no interest in learning Torah, and the father wanted a blessing for his son. So I asked the son, "Do you enjoy learning Torah?" And the son said, "No, I don't." The son said, "I don't enjoy learning Torah." So the Rosh Hashiva said, so then a blessing won't help you. Because how could you have a desire for something that you don't enjoy? So the rabbi said, why don't we just learn together for a minute? And the rabbi started learning with the son. And he opened up an idea. And he asked a question. The son got involved. And they started learning together. And they learned and learned. And they opened up into an amazing world of, of Torah analysis. And then the Rosh Hashiva said to the son, did you enjoy that? And the son said, yeah, I did enjoy it. And the rabbi said, now I can give you a blessing. And he gave him a blessing that he should enjoy his learning and he should have a desire for more learning. So the rabbi said, for one Jew to be connected to Torah, it was worth passing out the, off the opportunity to meet with the most powerful and influential people in the world. So that should be a lesson for us. Anything that we're trying to accomplish in life, we have to find the joy and the connection in the experience. I just said to one of my kids who was having a hard time with something, I said, there's two ways to motivate yourself. You can deny yourself from doing things you enjoy before you do your chores or your homework, or you can reward yourself after you do the things that are hard for you like you're cleaning your room and doing your homework. And I said, and if you if it works, it's always better to reward yourself as opposed to punishing yourself or denying yourself pleasure for not doing things because that will create an even deeper connection. Wishing you all an amazing week of connection, of growth, and true, incredible joy.